We're lucky to have him on the program. He's uh, was one of Fremantle's best last year. He uh, took a massive step up in his career, and we'll be hoping to do the same and, and go to another level as an integral part of Fremantle's forward line. Lockie Schultz joins us on the line. Lockie, thank you so much for your time. Great to have a chat. How did you pull up after the match, Sim? Hey boys, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, pulled up pretty good actually. I was, it was um, didn't didn't do a whole lot out there, as as a lot of the boys probably say about themselves but um yeah i was lucky enough to pull up pretty good it's just about getting through isn't it uh, sometimes at this time of year but justin longmuir did say that he felt that the group were just a little bit flat in the the runaround that you had last friday is that the the feeling that you got and, and what's kind of been the messaging in the early part of this week yeah absolutely um yeah it was a key theme across the whole whole side um there was sort of a lack of intent a lack of energy um in the game and, and we uh, thought that looking back upon it and reviewing it, um, that, that the Crows obviously just wanted it a bit more than us and, and brought a lot more intent around the footy and around the contest. And um, ultimately it showed. And uh, I think our first quarter, we went out and we had a different mindset. And then um, I got a little bit ahead of ourselves and, and sort of took the foot off the gas a little bit and um, sort of, I don't know, had a um, get-through mindset maybe. and um, and, yeah, got overrun in the end. Uh, Lockie, thanks for joining us, mate. Good to chat to you. I agree with perhaps you're one of the best performers last year for the Dockers. How's the forward line connection uh, with you boys? There's some new faces down there, and Luke Jackson, and obviously you're looking to integrate Josh Tracy, get Matty Tabiner up firing again, and no Rory Lobb. Uh, obviously, Nat Fife up there as well. How is the connection going between you guys? Yeah, it's a very exciting forward line this year. We've got um, a lot of new faces in it, and um, we're looking forward to just building a bit of consistency and continuity between uh, the seven of us and um, get some good footy in. And um, it's, yeah, it's just really exciting. We've got obviously Fifey there full time now, which is just adds another string to our forward line bow. And um, and it's it's obviously um, huge huge gains for the rest of us having him alongside us. Um, obviously haven't played a lot of footy together um, between the six or seven of us up there at the moment. So um, it's just about, yeah, finding continuity and, and um, learning off each other. And um, it might take a few weeks, but I think we've had a really strong pre-season so far and um, and looking forward to the season starting and seeing what we're capable of. But, um, yeah, it's definitely, there's a lot more firepower this year, I believe. So um, hopefully kick a lot more goals and, um, and see a, a lot more um, shared contribution. Talking about you specifically, Lockie, and not giving away any trade secrets here, but what, what's your role week in, week out? You know, what, what, are you, what strengths are you trying to bring to that forward line group? What do you focus on when you're coming into games? Um, yeah, I am sort of pride myself on being a pressure forward. Um, it's, it's sort of a, a niche role for small forwards, but um, yeah, I sort of uh, sort of going to games with a mindset of just being bringing as much pressure and um, harass the opposition defenders as much as I can and uh, make life a little bit easier for the rest of the boys. Um, I, I do have a very attacking mindset as well, so um, I do my eyes do light up when I get the opportunity to kick a goal. But um, it's probably yeah a defensive first mindset and then. Um, if I do that well, it leaves me in really good positions to attack as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very balanced, but um, definitely more of that defensive pressure forward. 
you wouldn't be a forward if your eyes didn't light up uh, when you kicked a goal. <laughs> <laughs> like a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, the partnership that you have with Sam Switkowski, uh, how does that work between the two of you? And it, it is a bit like a tag team. I know we missed a lot of footy last year through injury, but when the two of you are up and going, you just seem to really complement each other. Yeah, absolutely. We've um, started to play a lot of footy together now that we know each other's games inside out and feel like we have a really good balance with each other in the side. Um, it's it's just a handy handy being able to have Switter um, be able to get up the field and uh, get in and under and get into stoppages and um, bring his speed and evasiveness um, to the contest and then um, and then it gives me a lot more confidence to be able to put my apply my pressure and my strengths um, around the contest when when it's my turn. So um, it's probably just having that trust in each other that we know what we're going to get out of each other and. We're sort of at a stage where we've played enough swing now that we can um, just go out there and, and we know exactly how the other one's going to play and, and their running patterns and, and where they're going to be at all times. And um, and that's offensively as well when, when we've got the ball, just, just knowing how each other work around um, the tools and around 50 and around up getting up the ground as well. So um, I feel like we've got a really, really good bond um, in our team at the moment and um, he's a very special player, so um, if we can get some more footy out of him, I think that'll go a long way to to us being a really successful side. Is there a nickname for the two of you? Is there a tag team nickname or something like that going around? <laughs> no, no, not really. We we had a we had a nickname a few years ago for the small four, just the whole small four brigade at the club, but we've sort of put that away and we try and try and have it as a as a one forward line with with the tools as well because we know we know how important they are too. So. Um, yeah, we we just try and keep it as one sort of. We're, we're a team within a team at times, and I think you get that at, at most clubs if you if you ask. You got to include this tall forward. They get a bit grumpy, perhaps, <laughs> if you don't include the <laughs> yeah, um, sure well, How's the new skipper going? How's uh, Alex Pierce going? His new um, his sergeant in arms in Andy Brayshaw and Caleb Sarong. How's the new leadership structure going at the footy club? Yeah, they're going really well. It's, a, it's an elite leadership group. Um, we're very privileged to have Moose at the, at the helm, and he, um, he's always been a leader around the club. And obviously, last year, when the last couple of years, when Fifey's gone down and hasn't played, then Moose has been ready and, and stepped up um, to, to, to perfection. So um, yeah, he's he's taking it with his strides, and he's just a born leader. So. Um, I've loved having him as our captain and, and I think it's going to be a really successful period um, with him in charge and, and obviously with the rest of the leadership group it's a it's a young but experienced leadership group um, he's got some really successful players there as well so um, yeah it's exciting times really because of how young they are and how far and how long they can sort of be in that role is going to um, hold the club in really good stead going forward you know, speaking about those young young guys and Andy Brayshaw and Caleb Sarong, they they play different types of footy, but both midfielders. I just wondered about them on field, their leadership styles. Is either of them more vocal than the other, or they both lead by example, and, and that's the you know standard they set? How do they lead on the field? Um, I think yeah, they're just really good at building connections. So on field, off field, they've they've got that really good balance of. Obviously, just they're just someone you look up to, and and especially on field, they obviously lead by example. And and uh, Andy's a very inspiring player with his two-way running and and his defensive acts as well as as how far how well he goes um, going forwards with the ball and and 
get his name on the score sheet at times. So, um, and then Caleb as well. He's, he's more, probably more a little bit more vocal. He's he's more um, he, he sets high expectations of himself and and others, and it's it's holds him in really um, good stead. And um, and he just and he demands a lot of respect. And and that's the that's the guy he is. He's a very passionate guy and a very successful footballer. And um, I think all the traits he has in his role is is going to um, make him a very very successful player and leader. How's Luke Jackson been around the club the last couple of days, uh, suffering from some headaches after that nasty collision with Sam Sturt? Yeah, it was a shocking collision. Um, no, nah, he's been all right. He it, it was a, more of a delayed um, concussion. It was, was sort of the symptoms weren't weren't too um, too over, overpowering. So he, um, I think he just had a, a little bit of a headache, and, and it was just more of a precautionary thing with, with the head knocks. You got to be really really safe with them and. Um, and it was just uh, get on top of it now before it evolves into something else. And just finally, uh, I know last preseason you, you really set yourself to, to to take your game to another level. You did a fair bit of boxing and, and um, shed some kilos and uh, tried to go to that next level. Is there anything quirky or different you've been doing in this preseason to to try and prepare and, and try to elevate yourself again? Um, oh, I've done. A, I've do. I'll continue to do a lot of. Um, of the physical side of my game, um, with my strength and, and trying to get stronger, and, and done a lot of Pilates and core work to um, sort of just yeah get stronger through the hips and the body, and and then worked extremely hard on my mental side of the game as well, which I always have, and very fortunate to have Neil McQueen at the club who's a sports psych and he does an awesome job, and I've spent a lot of time with him, um, just trying to stay level-headed and not let my emotions take over my games and um, try and become a, a lot more consistent as a player and as a person. So, um, yeah, this year it's more about, it's been more about um, sort of knowing where I'm at and where I'm going and, and I think um, being able to have a full pre-season, whereas last year I was a bit, uh, did, I had a couple of hammy injuries, so um, it gave me a lot of time to shed those kilos and get in the gym and do a lot of boxing and cross-training and, and this year... I've been lucky enough to be out on the track the whole time. So I'm feeling fitter than I've ever been and stronger than I've ever been, um, but also in a really good headspace. And I think um, I'm, I'm hoping that holds me in a really good stead going into this season. Lockie, it's the last question, and perhaps it's telling me to wrap it up, so it's got to be a yes or no answer. <laughs> you kicked 30 goals last year. Can you kick more than 30 goals, yes or no, this year? Uh, yes, I, I hope so. Good man. Well done. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Lockie, thanks so much for your thanks, time. Boys. I really appreciate it. Cheers. No, thanks for having me. Cheers.